0: Hello and welcome to our worship for Sunday the 31st of October 2021. Today is Halloween or more properly All Hallows Eve, the day before All Hallows or All Saints Day and it is the Christian tradition that we commemorate and celebrate All Saints Day on the Sunday nearest to the 1st of November and so we will be doing that in this act of worship. So let us worship the Lord with Christians of every time and place. Worship the Lord in faith for he is our constant and trustworthy God, the same yesterday today and forever worship the lord in hope for he is our saving and healing god who brings his people from darkness to light worship the lord in love for he is our generous and merciful god who blesses and nurtures all his saints Let us worship the Lord together with joy in our hearts. Amen. And so let us worship the Lord together with joy in our hearts as we sing our first hymn. O worship the King all-glorious above, O gratefully sing his power and his love. let us continue our worship as we turn to prayers of adoration and of confession. Creator of the universe, your handiwork delights us, your care for us nurtures us, your steadfastness upholds us. Creator of the universe with all your saints, we worship you. Jesus Christ, Son of God, your coming as a man astounds us, your word of life awakens us, your rising from death transforms us. Jesus Christ, Son of God, with all your saints we worship you. Holy Spirit, breath of life, your vitality empowers us your fire illuminates us your powerful love unites us holy spirit breath of life with all your saints we worship you we worship you but never alone lord god even when we are on our own We are still surrounded by your faithful people from the past in the present and of the future. Women and men have been prepared to die to serve you Lord God. Your love has had such an amazing effect on them. Ordinary people like us have done extraordinary things Lord God your spirit has transformed them and we have been given hope that there is a purpose for life Lord God. Yet in our heart's desire and mind's intent too often we do not act like any of this is true, We behave as if we have never felt your healing touch, never heard your word of grace. We act for our own comfort and convenience and ignore the needs of others. We live as if love were our own personal, private possession and not as a free gift to all forgive us when what we do contradicts what we claim by faith. By the example of the saints in light remind us of our generous gift and calling and renew us in faithfulness to your love and purpose. Amen. And so now let us sing A hymn that is uh, perhaps new to you, but to a very familiar tune. God who sets us on a journey to discover, dream and grow.
1: He sets us on a journey to the sky.
0: So let's reflect for a short time on this whole concept and idea of the communion of saints, of who are the saints of Christ. Many of you know that I have preached since school days, since sixth form. And, of course, my name always appeared on the plan in the various circuits that I've lived on as either Cooper or S. Cooper. Whilst we were in the South Wirral circuit, Suzanne, my wife, also sent to the court to preach and began to be put on the plan. Uh, And there was a dilemma as to how to designate between our appointments. And for a reason that I can't quite remember, it was decided that as well as S Cooper, we would use the second letter of our first names. And so Suzanne appeared as SU, and I appeared as ST very quickly and actually for quite a long time people started commenting upon me being saint cooper s t saint and it was a sort of standing joke really for quite a long time until eventually i suppose people got very used to it But it at the time fascinated me that people were quite comfortable with calling me Saint Cooper. It was very humbling indeed because although it was said in in a sort of jokey fashion, in a light-hearted manner, it nonetheless was in an accepting fashion. There was no sense of it being criticism or being considered in inappropriate. There was no objection to that designation. Of course we nowadays in the Wirral circuit get over that problem by putting Mr S Cooper for Mrs S Cooper. But I reflected on the humbling experience of being in a sense acknowledged for who I am as a Christian person and, and I count it as a wondrous blessing that, that I genuinely don't recall any time when there was a sense of objection or distaste at that sort of designation nor indeed in wider life at my Christian faith or my role as a preacher people were fascinated and curious by it Word colleagues often wanted to know a little bit more about it but in no way did they have any sense of objection or or indeed challenge as to my sort of attitude and behaviors towards them because i was because i am a christian a person of Christian faith. And so I wonder on this All Saints Day service, what we see in one another that enables us to recognise each other genuinely as saints of God. And indeed how do we affirm that reality? You will be aware, I'm sure, that over recent years the BBC has had a difficulty with certain celebrity type programmes, celebrity based programmes. So, in celebrating genuine celebra- uh, celebrity, in celebrating genuine performance and, and uh, success, there's been gradually a desire to also celebrate what sits behind and lies behind that success. So for instance, upcoming shortly there there will be the annual Sports Personality of the Year awards for great achievement. And alongside that and as part of that whole celebration, there has in recent years been The Unsung Hero Awards, picking up and celebrating the day in, day out, a relatively mundane, often low-level but grassroots, if you will, input given mainly by volunteers. And indeed, in the northwest, at least as we approach Christmas in recent years there have been a, a wider celebration of, of uh, celebrity sorry of, of Advent stars unsung heroes in a much wider sense. But who are the saints? Who are those who are known to us not by the name saint, but by the characteristic of their wondrous Christian faith. They may be people who at some stage or another in our life showed to us the love of God, showed to us their determination to serve God, showed to us the reality of their faith in practice. I always remember from being I suppose a teenager and slightly earlier than that in the church that I was a member of there was quite an elderly gentleman, he was certainly a retired gentleman which of course seemed quite old when I was 10, 11 or 12. Um, but don that was his name he was an absolute rock of the church it's hard to believe in some senses that the church carried on when eventually he passed to glory but don was involved and a part of everything that happened and on the friday night youth club playing table tennis, playing snooker and so on. Don was almost invariably there to just be there. And he was the sort of Christian man who you could go and sit in a quiet corner with and have a conversation about absolutely anything. And he never pressed his particular faith, his particular beliefs, but he allowed all of us the space to explore. I, I think both our humanity and certainly the, the beginnings of the growing of faith. He was to me, a saint. Who, who's that person or those people for you? Those who lead us into the presence of God, who demonstrate the nature of God and who help us to discern the will of God. They're the the local saints. They may be our co-workers in the Christian gospel. They may be those who have gone before us and have now received their reward in glory or perhaps they are still with us. Faithfully living out their calling. They're the people who show us day by day that God's will is about perseverance more than preservation. So, who are these saints? What is a saint. The Old Testament uses two different Hebrew terms for our word saint. One is derived from the sense of covenant faithfulness suggesting that those who are bound to God in an unending and an effective relationship are the saints. The other more simply means those who are holy which of course doesn't mean great piety but being set apart and allowing themselves to be set apart for God's purpose holiness sainthood is simply being the person who allows god to speak into them and through them (coughs) in the new testament the word that tends to be translated from the greek as saints is the term alike one of the old testament definitions for the holy ones, ones who characterise the nature of God. Holy ones, the New Testament seems to imply, are simply those who believe, who have faith, as opposed to the non-believer and therefore in the New Testament meaning every Christian person is a saint. In the Gospel reading Jesus asks what people are saying about him. Who do people say that I am? He was, I think, trying to check that the message was getting through that the gospel that he'd come to communicate was being heard and hopefully received and responded to his reaction to the response of the disciples is fascinating you are the messiah Peter says And what Peter said on that occasion was true, he was the longed-for Messiah, but he was not about to fulfil the expectations of the Messianic Zealots. He had come to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour, not to overthrow Roman imperial rule. It was necessary for him to describe the kingdom of God as one which is won through the struggle of human suffering. For Jesus there was no quick fixed solution, no (laughs) waving of a magic wand, no simple putting out a hand in healing though that was possible, but rather the working out of the will of God and then living it out. We live in challenging times. Over the last, what, 18 months or so now, we have really be been brought home about the challenge, the question of how are we Christian people? How do we discern for this moment, for this time, not for a time that might yet be when we're COVID free, but for now? How do we determine and discern the will of God as to how we? We act going forward as church. We've learnt a lot in the times when our our use of buildings has been limited and perhaps in some cases we've rushed back to buildings that give us a familiarity but we need to ask ourselves I believe how are we the saints of God that reveal the will, the purpose and the love of God. For we serve the memory of those saints that we thought about a few moments ago, those great godly people who have gone before us. We serve their memory best I believe, not simply by following, perpetuating, what they did to us and for us and with us, but by following their persevering faithfulness, that was constantly willing to move forward. When when I went to Ghana a few years ago, we visi- visited the village of Ansalesu. It's a stilted village on the end on the edge of a lake. And and inevitably the conversation was around well why are you still living in a stilted village they'd been there for several hundred years and the response that was given to that question I think was a fascinating challenge to, to each of us as we like to put down roots they'd settled having escaped the, uh, the progress of Islam across the Sahara Desert and Sub-Saharan Africa yeah, a thousand years ago or so. And they found this place and they settled for a season. And the reason that they've not put down you know, traditional buildings and found land is because in the culture of this particular group of people they recognize and acknowledge that God might call them to move on at any moment and so they are ready and willing I'm I'm not sure quite how urgently they would be willing in practice but the whole sense of why they still live in that stilted village is because about a is around their willingness to be a people who move at the call of God and I wonder if there's not something for us to learn from that. What do people say? How do people describe Jesus? Who do people say that I am? And who do people say that you and I am? How do they see and recognise and know our sainthood, our being, people and followers of Christ? I, I believe that it is good for us to ask from time to time, trusted friends, what do people say of me? not seeking to receive a claim or, or credit not you know in a sort of oh he's a great guy sort of back sla- back slapping way but rather to discern whether what we think of our as, as our example of expressing the love of God actually is getting through is getting out there Most of us, I trust, know that we are only too human, that we have our weaknesses and our failings. Some of the work that some people do, and I've had the privilege in the past and and I'm still on the probationers committee of the Liverpool district, involved in in continuing to assess those who have had the training towards becoming ordained ministers and are now serving as probationers exploring with them prior to their ordination exploring their self-awareness their their ministry how that ministry is perceived and received it's a great privilege how do they impact on those with whom they come into contact it's actually a good discipline for all of us we need that self-awareness that self-appreciation what in some circles might be called emotional intelligence so that we know that the nature of christ that we seek to proclaim is actually being proclaimed in how we live out our faith. We have our weaknesses, we have our failings, we are not always successful in being the sort of Christian that we want to be. But the biblical truth is that if we are seeking to follow God's love, seeking to be obedient to his calling, then you and I are saints. Isaiah spoke with confidence of the joy that is yet to be attained for those who put their trust in God. He describes what we affirm every time we meet in worship and most especially when we have that wonderful privilege of meeting around the communion table, that we are united in Christ. That there is a goodness and wholesomeness about God's presence that can be likened to the heavenly banquet prepared for all mankind prepared as Isaiah puts it with the purest of wines and the richest of foods we all know and perhaps we've, we've struggled with not being able to But we all know that there is something deeply profound and special about sharing a meal together, about fellowshipping together, about being enriched by conversation over a meal, whether or not it's a a faith-bound conversation. About offering and receiving gracious hospitality that warms the heart and soul as well as nourishes the, the physical body and we are always in a sense worse for that not being our experience. The promise of Isaiah, which Jesus himself reiterates, is that we are meant to enjoy the hospitality that God himself offers to us. Not just in the future, not just beyond this life, as in the great promise in John 15 that we so often share in a funeral service i am going to prepare a place for you and where i go you will come to for in my house there are many rooms no not just then but now here whilst we are able to be reunited with the saints in every age who like us seek and strive succeed and fail to show the way of God to be God's people that is God's gift to us God's hospitality to those of us who are in need his grace and his love poured out for all, for the saints of God. Amen. And so let's acknowledge God's hospitality towards us as we share in singing the hymn Thy hand O God has guided thy flock from age to age. come together and bring our prayers for the world in which we live our neighbors and our friends let us pray God of past and present and future make us ready for Christ's coming into the world the church and our lives Christ comes in judgment we pray for the world its rulers and its peoples that we may respond to that judgment of god now by seeking peace justice and freedom for all we pray for the gathering of cop 26 the climate conference we pray for all those involved all those who will be making decisions and be being challenged about the future of our planet of your planet lord we pray that wisdom grace humility and justice may be the hallmarks not just of the conversations but of the outcomes of decisions Let us pray to Christ the Judge. Christ comes as the Word of God. We pray for the Church, for its leaders and all its people, that we might be able and willing to discern, to receive the fresh message of Christ and in our lives today. Let us be prepared to hear and to respond to Christ the Word. Christ comes as Saviour. We pray for humankind in need of rescue for those places in our world that are most threatened and most most vulnerable to the threats of climate change. But we pray too for those for whom there is an immediacy of need, those who feel themselves to be lost those who are sorrowful, anxious, depressed, laid aside in illness mental or physical or spiritual. We pray that they may hear good news of Christ's saving love. Let us be prepared for Christ the Saviour. Christ comes at the end, the Alpha and the Omega. We pray, acknowledging our mortality, that those who face death may find in Christ comfort and hope, and that in the time of our closing we too might face death confident in Christ's unending love for us and for all the dying, the deceased and the bereaved and we name those for whom we have a particular concern and care. God of past and of present and of future make us ready for Christ's coming into the world into the church and into our lives that we might be united in the shared prayer of the church in every age as we say together our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name And so we draw our worship to a close with that great hymn concerning all saints day for all the saints who from their labours
2: The golden evening brightens in the west. Soon to the loyal, faithful comes their rest. Sweet is the calm of paradise, so blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! But lo, there breaks A yet more glorious day The saints triumphant Rise in bright array The King of glory Passes on his way Hallelujah, From earth's wide bounds From ocean's farthest coast Through gates of heaven Streams in the countless hosts Singing to The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost.
0: of past and present and future, remove that that binds us to the past, enliven and enthuse us in the present, and give us the faith and trust to face the future as you draw us to it, and in all those times, and in eternity. May we know the blessing of you God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.